Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Joshua Crawford, Managing Director of the recruiting firm Proprius. Welcome to the Get Hired Secrets Podcast. On today's show, we will discuss 13 resume mistakes costing you the interview. Your resume is your personal marketing piece. It's what gets you in the door. It has one job and one job only. Get you invited to an interview. If you want the interview, make sure your resume doesn't contain these 13 mistakes. Number one, a bland or generic summary. If your summary could be applied to a marketing resume as easily as a resume for an accounting position, then your summary says nothing and it will get you absolutely nowhere. A summary is not some required paragraph at the top of the page of your resume that is as there just as a feel good, nor is it there to give balance to your resume. It's an actual and real description of your skills as they're related to the position you are applying to. It should vary with every position you apply for. Number two, bland job details. So for example, uh, responsibilities included overseeing construction of four Hilton hotels in Tri-City metro area, each 50 floors in height. Yeah, okay, so what? That doesn't say if they went up on schedule or if you uh, brought the projects in under budget. It doesn't say if, if you took uh, all, all four from site work uh, up or if the guy handling two of the four hotels were fired and you were promoted to overseeing all four. You must differentiate yourself from, from the others who are coming into interview. If you don't tell the hiring company how you'll be an asset to them, how will they know? Number three, who's the mystery company? I see this a lot on resumes. Don't assume the name and purpose of your company is common knowledge. If it's a competitor, yeah, it might be. And if it's in the same industry and located nearby, then again, it might be. To be safe though, provide a sentence or two about the focus of your company's product or services. Number four, another job, another paragraph. Don't keep adding onto your resume job after job, year after year. By the time you're in your 40s, you need to, to have weeded out some of the earlier stuff. Uh, you don't need all of your college activities, just, just your degree. You, you don't need all bullets for each, each of your first uh, two or three jobs. I always recommend as a safe bet, just go back 10 years. Of course, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis, but for the most part, 10 years is safe. Number five, references. You shouldn't uh, list references on your resume. Just simply state references available on request. That's the proper phase. There's nothing wrong with it. You present them separately when you're requested. And, And this isn't about protocol. It's about protecting your references. So one, they aren't called until you and uh, the company are serious about each other. And then two, I I love it as a recruiter. I love it when people put references on the resume because that gives me more people to call who may be a potential fit for the position in which um, uh, uh, the candidate applied for. So again, you're just giving more competition to yourself. Okay, so number six, it's not a story. Don't. Whatever you do, don't write your resume in third person. Full stop. Number seven, skip to personal info. You might think your weekend baseball coaching or your church choir participation shows that you're interesting and a well-rounded person, but, but they're not at all relevant. 
And if the interviewer wants uh, to, to know who you are as a person aside from the job interview and your qualifications, then they'll ask. Number eight, degree date. There, there are a lot of different opinions on this one. I personally feel that if you've graduated more than 15, 20 years ago, then just leave your graduation date off your resume. Number nine, spell check, spell check, spell check. Spell checking visually by you and someone else. Any fewer than three times is just, it's just not enough. And, and don't forget to check your punctuation as well. Number 10, getting your resume out there. Okay, so this is part one of a little three-part series here that we'll do. So getting your resume out there, part one. Don't use one of those resume blaster sites. Half of the sites uh, they blast uh, it to aren't even valid. You don't know how it will come out on the other end, and you don't even know where your resume is going or if where it is going is even relative to what you're trying to find in terms of a position. It's just bad form and just not the way to find your perfect job. Finding your perfect job takes focus, attention, detail, individuality, tailoring, and specifics. Resume blasting is about as far from that as you can get. Okay, number 11, getting your resume out there, part two. If it's a job posting, then send your resume as a PDF or Word document. You need to, you, you never know uh, what it's going to look like on the other end, but with most ATSs or applicant tracking systems that these companies are using, it's a pretty safe bet that with PDFs and Word documents, it's going to be fine. Number 12, getting your resume out there, part three. If you know the company, call or reach out to the hiring manager directly. You can either do this by calling into the organization or reach out to them on LinkedIn if they have a LinkedIn profile. And just ask if you can send your resume directly to them. 13, resume visuals. Okay, so you want your resume to either be on white or ivory paper, a nice quality paper, black ink, and individual pages. So um, uh, you don't want to have them front and back and it just makes it a little bit more cumbersome, especially when you go into the interview. No plastic seventh grade science report cover with the, you know, the, the plastic slider or the metal, the, uh, the metal uh, push down tabs. Uh, your resume centered at the top, um, not on a cover page that says introducing John Doe the third. Uh, no exceptions. I mean, this, this isn't, this is a perfect, your resume is a professional document. It's not a school book report or an art project. So I would just strongly advise, even if you go to like job fairs, just have your resume in a nice portfolio. You can then, or have, you know, uh, 10, 15 copies in a nice portfolio. When you go up to a job fair uh, event, just open up your portfolio and give them a copy. That's the best way to do it. And then of course, whenever you go to an interview, you want to uh, bring some copies as well. Okay, so those 13 steps should really help. And just a reminder, you, you are the product and your resume is the marketing piece. To find your perfect job, you, you must differentiate, your, differentiate yourself from the other people who will be submitting their resumes and being interviewed. Your resume must be specific, individualized, easy to skim so it invites a closer reading and it's got to have those those hot buttons very very often and very early so you can set a hook in your reader so for more tips tricks and training check out gethiredsecrets.com again that's gethiredsecrets.com until tomorrow be safe be healthy and be blessed